Hello, hi. Welcome to another episode of Makoti Unveiled. I'm your host, the resident Makoti, Sia Tseu. If you're not a first-time listener, thanks for joining us again. We love having you. But if you're with us for the first time, wamgelekile standwa. Bogoti, are you married into a culture or race that is different from the one you were raised in? So much research has been done on how hard it can be to be in an interracial relationship. In South Africa alone, there are 11 official languages and so many different cultures. Your match could be Tonga, Swati, Afrikaans or Ndebele. You never know. Being in an interracial or intercultural marriage can be a daunting experience and that is why in this episode we'll be speaking to two women who know all about it. We are chatting to Omagoti who have married into different cultures. Um, on one end we have Okuhle who's originally um, from South Africa but she's living a soft life abroad with her white husband. She's a black lady married to a white guy. And then on the other hand, at the end, we have Usis Portia. <laughs> you know, she's a colored lady married to a Zulu man. <laughs> the romantics. La Lela. La Lela. The Romeos. Of the, of the tribe. The ones that don't ask you if you want to get married, they give you a ring and say, yeah, me. Yeah, me, Bambala. now. Um, but okay. so obviously we're talking about marrying into a different culture. Um, let's start with ooh, let's start with Sus Portia. Uh, tell us how long you've been married and how you got yourself a Zulu guy, girl. It's actually a very funny uh story. So um we've been married this year is eleven years, but we've been together for about fifteen years. Um, how I, it's funny, um, how I, uh, saw him was basically, uh, through one of the events that, uh, that we had done. Um, and I had invited him, um, at the point, at that point, he was still the sports writer, um, for, I can't remember which publication, but he was the sports writer. So he had said he was not going to come. And I was like, hey, I need really, really need, you know, people to come. And obviously most of the journalists came, but then he came, but he came late. Then uh, the following day you follow up, uh, would you be able to cover this and all that stuff? And he was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, I don't know how it happened, but eventually it was just like, can we go out? Uh, some time for dinner. It was a Friday. Um, <laughs> I was still basically living uh, with my with my dad, then my late dad. Um, but uh, I went out, and for the first time, I didn't sleep at home um, because the conversation was really, really good, and we were chilling. We we're having, you know, wine. Um, and the time I looked at the watch, it was two o'clock. And I'm thinking, there is no way I'm going home. My dad is going to kill me. So from that that time, we started seeing each other and all that stuff. And like within three months, I think of seeing him, I fell pregnant. But I didn't know. 
So yeah, that's how I met my uh, my my Zulu king. And I love it. I love it. And, and Okuche, how did you meet your prince charming darling? <laughs> I personally, I don't think he was that charming at all. Um, so we have been actually i think it was on the 26th of this month we had we've been married 6 months we got married on our 10 year dating anniversary so all in all we've been together about 10 and a half years um we yeah so we met in in high school in grade 11 and my earliest earliest memory of chad actually was that he was he's one of the naughty kids in school um he was always getting into trouble um he was a good kid like he was very sporty and stuff but he was always you know a bit of a troublemaker and um so one of my earliest memories of him was him getting uh, called into the principal's office because he snuck into one of our classes because he was bunking his so in my mind I was always like oh you know this is like and he was a little chubby back then so I was like who's this chubby little you know naughty white kid anyway fast forward to grade 11 um we were outside the school gate uh, we both did sports because we were both very sporty people so he played rugby and I played hockey and um on one afternoon he played a little bit of a prank on me but he didn't know that he pulled this prank in front of my dad who'd come to pick me up from school so um anyway uh i get into the car and my dad signals to him to come to the car and he gets there and my dad my dad is a, is a he's a linguist so he says something to him in afrikaans because i think he thought that chad was afrikaans and Chad just stood there with this look of bewilderment like what the hell is going on um but anyway my dad laughed it off and he was like now nah, so what you did to my daughter you better you know you better keep your you better keep an eye out on yourself because I'm watching you um but it was a pleasant exchange and that was that and a, a couple of weeks later um again we found ourselves outside the school gate and Chad once again um this time around he literally grabbed my phone and we had mixed it back then so he grabbed my phone he ran up the road and then came back down and you know gave me my phone back and I thought to myself what is wrong with this boy like why is he so weird and he used to have a friend that I was friends with and they used to like tease me during break because I had I used to have this color 33 hair color so they'd always walk around calling me oh, hey color 33 and I actually it was quite annoying but anyway So I get home that evening and I log into Mixit. I mean, I'm you know I'm happy. I'm updating my little status and I'm chatting to my friends and up pops up this name that I didn't recognize. It was called Mkhonong. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell is this? And it was Chad. He secretly invited himself onto my Mixit and we started talking and we just couldn't stop. And the conversations were so great. They were just like he was actually literally like my best friend from the word jump. um but he was sneaky because he would tell these awesome stories at like in the evening and then he'd say oh no you know that's fine i'll tell you the rest of it tomorrow at school so that's how we ended up starting hang- you know we started hanging out um during breaks and he would tell me these you know his stories and we'd laugh and then chigi 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 sasa chola chigi 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 uche tusafike kaya he came over as um a friend for like a bride and then he's been coming over you know to my house since <laughs> that's basically it wow so i stand a king with a plan jonga this guy had a no <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so sweet though hey it is so beautiful <laughs> what what was his mixed name umkhonolo what umkhonolo umkhonolo it is a i think it is 
it's a it's a it's a slang term for like you know like a, a gangster because you know Chad but he was kind of slick because he was that white it was that white boy that could you know speak Zulu you know is always within the you know the the cool kids circle so yeah now ladies you start dating these men um obviously sometimes in an, in in a relationship there's a, there are disagreements um how do you disagree or fight in English? Because now, okay, you have to fight in English. I was like, hey, booty, booty. And, and, Gapa, this Porsche, Ufunuti, Nuena, Ufunuti, you know, are you conversing in English or Afrikaans uh, at home? And then now you can't converse in this Afrikaans because this man who is Zulu, Agazukuva. How, how are you guys navigating <laughs> having a disagreement in a, in, 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 in a language that is not your home language? Well, for me, he he would speak in Zulu, and obviously, I I, I hear Zulu. Um, I hear most of the languages except for Venda and Shangan. They beat me. Yeah, no, they beat me. Uh, so when I speak to him, I speak to him in English, uh, and then he answers in Zulu. The funny thing is that my son, who's now um fifteen, he. He speaks to his dad in English and the dad also answers him in um, in Zulu or would ask him something in Zulu. So, yes, those two languages are dominant, but my son is first language Afrikaans at school because obviously when we met each other, we didn't we didn't get him uh, married like immediately. So my thing was that I'm not going to put um, my son in his surname up until you know, uh, we get married and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, so we have like those three languages in the house actually, but mostly I speak to him in English. Okay, cool. <laughs> and Ogushay? <laughs> Um, no, listen, we, I mean, I, I'm very comfortable speak, We both speak English to each other, um, quite often. Um, more, in fact, predominantly, but there are instances, where, but it happens quite a lot now where I am very comfortable, um, saying things in his close, and he'll respond accordingly, um, in English. And sometimes he'll respond in his Zulu, <laughs> but it's just one of those uh, um, interchangeable, um, things because I did ask him to make, you know, a greater deal of effort to learn because I know he knows his Zulu, but for him to actually learn, um, his closer so that he can communicate like, oh, 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 makuluba and, and what have you. But when it comes to arguments, sana, yo, I'm nai English, because I'm not close to the same time. No, babe, you know, I really, you know, I think, you know, we should do Hey, did you know? But you know, I just went to the same time. I went to the same time. And that's all there is to it. I mean, I'm not trying to say that. I'm not trying to say that. Hey, did you know? Hey, put it. Put it. Yeah. Put it. Put it. Put it. Please, man, please. <laughs> Talk to me about the culture shocks. So, um, Sis Posha, you, you told me there was a story where you ate inyama that was meant for Amadod. And where now you were like, hey, there's meat, let's eat. Can't eat. Yeah. This is not meant for women or omakoti. So let's talk to, hey. talk to me about the, about the culture shocks, you know, um, because 
in 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 african culture you must yo mama tata and okay mm. maybe when you call your mother in law or father in law james and mm. john uh, james and sarah hi sarah mm. um mm. it's not molo mama or whatever like you would in in african culture so those kind of culture shocks um talk to us about those ladies sure mm. um <clears throat> Yeah, like I said, we we were we were at a, a funeral um and it was after the the top. I can't even remember what meat they were having. So they put the meat like in those um what do you call them those dishes, those there's those big Zulu dishes. Uh that's wooden. I don't even know what they call them. So uh the meat was there. So I'm like, yo, it's a party, you know, we're eating and then ah Then this guy just came to me. Eh 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 mama. Uh-uh. Agudliwa. Abafaza gudliwa lana. And then I'm like, "Haibo, Ganti, what part of the cow is this engadliwa abo abo mama? Like mtwaele mina ukuthi gadliwa whatever, you know, in as long as there's food wherever we are, you can eat, you know, and um so he was sitting right, right there in front of me. Actually, I went to him and i sat on his on his lap and i that's when i reached out then i'm like how when away ngangjelanga nawe ukuthi i cannot eat this meat anyway no, sorry what... sorry so i just need to catch you just just to interrupt you here you sat on his lap at a family gathering yes yes yes, yes. how yes. i'm like yes. it's is mine so and then i, I, I like i kind of could feel the the uncomfortable uncomfortable lady in him that he was just like yo this one is going to make me die in front of all these men and then and then i was like okay and then so that's when i also learned that when i am in a in a town where there's uh, where we there's zulu people or men in general that's when i respected like even like I I sit now back and I look at what the women do and what the men do. You know, so you find that if a woman wants something, she goes to the the guy, "Baba, uh can I have this?" which is something me I'm not used to. <laughs> do do you have to wear or don't touch? She wants me to be decent. So, okay. yeah, from time to time I do wear it just out of respect. you know um <laughs> but yeah hey ah, too much protocol i yo. know the protocol guys yo yo yo, yo, yo. no 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 it's <laughs> <laughs> like, like it could never be me she went and got herself a chad so yeah. talk to us about when you got into chad's family listen you know for all intents and purposes hey it they it, it, they wasn't I don't I don't think the culture shocks were as intense for me as they were, they they were for him when it came to him actually meeting my family and doing things you know in a sort of a, a traditional sense but things that did actually take me by surprise that I just I was initially I was a bit mortified by was um so I come from a loving home um but we weren't physically affectionate so public displays of affection especially in the home for me were a bit of a I was like what on earth you know just parents kissing each other you know hugging and and all that stuff it was a bit it was a bit it was a bit strange for me at the beginning but i've obviously learned to um sort of 
you know, get with the program. Um, another thing, I was always taught, when you're dishing up, you dish up for your man or you dish up for people or you cook um, for, you know, everybody in the house. Whereas when I, I met Chad's family, like anything goes, um, if there is a family dinner, you literally get up and you go dish for yourself. Nobody expects you to do anything for anybody else, which was, yeah, it was a bit, it was, it's, it's a bit of a weird concept. Um, but you know, you, you adapt like they're, they, they, his family is a lot more chill. Let me put it that way. Um, they, there isn't a lot of pressure, especially on my part to, to, to do too much. Um, and I think that is a bit of a relief because, you know, um, as a Makoti, you, you dread the whole, uh, no offense to anybody, you dread the whole, you know, windows and this and that. Literally, there's no pressure um, to do that. And I think, I think the fact that things were chilled was the culture shock for me. Um, and the fact that men in the household cook was was also another, like, like moments of just like what the f because in my home um nasemakaya when i did go visit you know the 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 duty to cook always rests on um you know the women in the family and now me being an older sister you know that's the kind of like men so you know um and indoor danger it parties each indoor danger it's parties each other and you know close it enjoy um you know he'll he'll he bakes um everything literally everything um but there's another one is another culture shock which it took me by surprise and i give i used to give um, chad crap about it all the time he's laughing at me right now hey hey uh, you know, I, I just yeah. That was that was. What's what, what, what's the story? Abelunga, but I'm busy. What's what's happening here? You know, I was like, what's the deal with that? Like, why aren't you using lotion? Like, aren't you scared of you know aging? And don't you want to protect your skin? And I remember, I remember Chad said to me, "Like, yeah, no, but I'm what? You can't see if I haven't put lotion." I said, "You better stop that thought in its tracks." He says, "He says, no, I don't get partial." I said, "Chad, I will kill you because you will age like a banana, my darling. I need you to actually start putting lotion." So, um, yeah, so I got him on two lotions um, way back then, and he uses them now. But sometimes I do catch him slipping because he can be a little bit, a little bit of a, a lazy one. Um, but yeah, that's that. That's about it. I think that's that's all I can think of at the moment. But I mean, on my end, it, it is pretty chilled. Um, like I said, him having to adjust to eating, like, you know, inside Zintongo and all those things, going to Emakaya, um, you know, those are things that he, he I think, might have been a bit shocked by. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now Chad is finding himself eating his cup of coffee. Exactly. <laughs> One of the first meals he asked me to cook once we, we settled into our home was That's literally one of his favorite his favorite meals. This chicken food curry. I promise you, I, I, he's, he's very, very open-minded and he's very he immerses himself into the culture and he loves everything there is about my culture and I must go away too. In fact, um, you know, even before we got married, he made it very clear to me that he will 
follow before he attempts anything even though COVID might have ruined, ruined it timelines obviously but he definitely took the traditional approach of you know but you know discussing things with my father and getting permission to do certain things while keeping in mind the fact that you know our traditions and customs are very important um and and i really i really do appreciate that about him shame Oh, that's so sweet. Mm. That is mm. so sweet. Now we just need to get him to stick with the lotion. Otherwise, he'll age like a banana. As he says. Please, please, I beg. I think that's another thing we, we recently argued about. He didn't know that I was slipping glycerin into his body lotion because, you know, like it, it, it can be quite zotini. So I told him, I was like, no, I just added a little, a little bit of glycerin. He's like, why would you do that, babe? I'm like, no, I care about you. And you know, so you're not going to see his pashile. Exactly. I boo. I boo. If you don't And and Okuche, what do you call your your parents-in-law? How do you uh, you know how do you call them? Um, I, I I mean I call them Trish and Rob. Um, I mean we've got like nicknames like you know the Bali is that's what we call um, Rob and Trish. Like, what do I call? I call it Patty Cakes. Um, but it's just you know little nicknames like that. But I there's no I couldn't do both. I must you know call her mom and dad. It just and unfortunately those words don't come too easily off my tongue because dinaru mama no dad. So yeah. You actually right there. Um so I used to call my mom by her name, right? Uh, my late mom. Mm-hmm. Now having to be forced to call um <laughs> um Stimbiso's mom mom didn't make sense to me. I was just mm-hmm. like ah. uh so I I battled so but I'll just go yes ma. Um mm-hmm. And my my grand was like, ah, just make peace with it, you know. I'm like, but it's not like that. But also, um, she she also expected me to kind of be like, you know, because she had boys alone. And when I came, got married there, she was expecting me to be like, have that relationship of mom and daughter. And I was just like. Uh no ma it's not going to work uh, it's been too many years since i i haven't had this so it's going to be very difficult for me you know um and i mean even till today I, i don't have that relationship with her um but i don't know if i even want to because you know it's something that you're not used to i'm not used to it and and what would you have preferred to call her Um maybe her name like on some hello Zandi by her name Yeah hello Monica <laughs> how are you <laughs> <laughs> But now you have to remember always oh shabats hello ma Onjani <laughs> Yeah and then you like kind of like eh, <clears throat> I wonder what my mom would have said if this was the thing you know <laughs> Yo, our ladies, I appreciate your time and your different perspectives are are, mm. are so amazing um because you guys have had different experiences and so um how you relate to marrying into a different culture is different um from the other and I really appreciate your time and you coming to to share with us. And that's it for today's episode. I know you enjoyed it just like I did. So please let us know your thoughts on our social media channels. at Drum Magazine. A special thanks to our guests, 
okuhle temla and phosha hlongwane for joining us and to you for listening from me siyatsewu your resident magoti until next time bye bye standwa